What's up, Cavatappi? That noodle was courtesy of our guest today, <laughs> Shellcopter Fuller. Hello, yes, that's the noodle we use at the restaurant for like our seafood <laughs> things. It's like a big, thick tube spiral, a Cavatappi. Nice. So, if you can't tell, we have a guest on today's podcast. Again. Yes, our first guest to come back twice. It's my beautiful mother. Because I have so much to say about my other ones yet. <laughs> Go ahead. Start off with your disclaimers right now from the first episode. <laughs> from the first episode where I was very, very tired and sounded like I was half asleep. What other mistakes did I make in that episode? You want to let everyone know that you don't chew with your mouth open. Yes, that's true. I do not <laughs> chew with my mouth open. I'm obviously just a loud, closed mouth chewer, I guess, when my kids think or when they're in the car and it's totally silent and I have to chew on things that are crunchy with my mouth closed they still think that it's loud so for the whole world I do not <laughs> chew with my mouth open thank you Lexi anything else oh wait yeah what else was from there um I have it all written down in my notes oh my actually God. <laughs> I might have deleted it but let's see I had um one of them was, oh, like, what I do for a living. Besides okay. that, I'm a breakfast and lunch server now. I'm a retired teacher. Yes. I think I did say that. And then I've coached cheerleading almost all of my life, which that's what we're going to be talking about today. And I currently coach the high school. They were very disappointed that I forgot them in that <laughs> podcast. But they wanted me to make sure that I do coach at McDowell High School now, so... So today's episode is going to be all about cheerleading, my cheerleading journey, because honestly, half of it, you guys always ask questions like, when did I start cheering and all this stuff, and half of it I don't remember because I've literally been cheering since birth. Oh no. So we You're have my mother my here that's gonna be <laughs> to kind of help explain something, and we're also doing a this podcast live while we get ready currently for Jamfest Day 2. So sorry if you hear other noises, but I'm doing my makeup we're right now. multitasking. Yes. So I guess let's start off with, we're not going to do a weekly scoop because we just did this past week, so we're just going to kind of talk about the competition so far. So Jamfest is always one of my favorites because it's just kind of like laid back and chill, and there's not many like Top Gun Miami teams that come, so it's kind of fun because we get all of our coaches like focus on us, like it's the first time ever. really laid back and chill for you. <laughs> but for others, it is like, I heard some mom say yesterday that was really good. They, she said it was like the worlds of the Northeast, yes. like, or where we are right now, because there is Ohio, Indiana, some of the yeah. biggest cheer teams in the North <clears throat> are here, and it's like their first time going against each other. So I feel like there's very not many stressful for worlds others. teams, but all the lower levels is like a super competitive competition for them. Correct. And, like I said, just the area we're in, mainly, yeah. because they think it's Worlds for them, because they're going against these big teams that they have. They're not going to go against probably till Summit or something. So, they try to come here for that. So, it is a big deal for them. And with majors on Friday night. Yeah. Which, that's another thing that one lady yesterday said when she asked me about that other thing. Um, <laughs> that's one thing that she said when she asked me about that other thing. That's, yeah. We'll go back to that <laughs> later. <laughs> Story of my life. She's awful at telling stories. Um, well, because yeah, that's well, not something I need to let's talk. About. We'll start from the weekend with majors. Um, so, 
We had practice during like the first almost hour of majors. So like none of us buy tickets. But then because we're like backstage, we kind of just walk in through the back to like at least cheer on TGLC because it's kind of absolutely ridiculous. I'm coming at you with these huge corporations that only care about money because they charge like $200 for a majors ticket. And then these poor athletes are on the floor with no crowd because it's all just parents that care about their kids and aren't going to cheer for other teams. So the crowd is silent and these poor teams are trying to go full out and win majors. Yes, you look around, they're ridiculous. Varsity is outrageous. Yeah, it's absolutely insane. And you look around while teams are competing and everyone is just sitting staring. Really? Yes. Because I think Obviously, the parents, I haven't been in there for years because yeah. I refuse to pay that. Yeah. I think the like friends and family section is like in the front. So the fans don't even get to sit until like the black the back bleachers. So yeah, it's awful. So well, buy it on varsity TV and watch it there. No, because that's still varsity. Don't give them your money either. I don't know how you can do it. Just do it like we do and just you know, no, because I say this and then someone's gonna crack down on it <laughs> next year and we're not gonna be able to do it. Right? <laughs> But um, TGLC won majors for the first time ever. That was awesome. Ooh, it was really stressful was so because good. their routine was amazing, but they did have one sunfall. But I kept telling them, I was like, that routine was so good, regardless of the sunfall, that I don't think it's going to matter. But majors is also like a rigged competition, so you never know. But they ended up coming out on top. It was Top Gun's first majors win ever. So that was really exciting. Ooh. Which is unbelievable to me because... Yeah, it's just not a fair competition. That's why they stopped going for a couple years because it's literally just rigged and expensive. And and we better leave that there. Because <laughs> we could go on and on yeah. about the cheer industry it's... and unfair and how... Right. Anyway. why I need to retire again. <laughs> So, I guess then, going into Jamfest Day 1, oh, well, Friday I had the first half of my Rebel Meet and Greet. I did that with Gabby and Lala, and that was super fun. Got to meet a whole bunch of you, but it was kind of crazy, so, like, we literally could barely even talk to you guys, because we had to just, like, take a picture and circle through the line, because the line was crazy. I can't believe there was that many people. It was. Thank you all. It was very nice. Yes. And that helped me a lot, because I got to meet a lot of you there. So then throughout the weekend, I could kind of, like, focus on my team and stuff without having to be... Yeah, you haven't had anybody follow you into the bathroom this yeah, year no. yet, right? I got a few pictures in the restaurant, but at least you guys waited till I was done eating, so that was nice. But, yeah, didn't get followed into the bathroom this year, so it's a step in the right direction. Plus, thank you very much for that. <laughs> um, so then Jamba's Day 1 did not go as planned. <laughs> no. We went full out for the first time ever Monday... But technically, with that team, our first full out was all just on the floor because our coach had to fill in because this kid on my team strained his bicep, so he couldn't compete. So I guess that's the perks of being on an international team is that your coach can fill in. So that was kind of crazy. I never thought I would compete with him, but he was on the floor, but he's not in any did a great stuff, job. So. Good job, Carlos. Yeah, shout out to Carlos. You definitely don't listen to these, but... Um, <laughs> we're gonna make you so then yeah we had quite a few falls all just stupid stuff that truly never happens but it kind of sucked that we had to just kind of go through that on the competition floor but the crowd was crazy I walked out okay well first of all we had like a slight injury in warm-ups Justin Palermo just like couldn't feel his calf and it just like couldn't flex or anything 
So, so right when we got off the warm-up mat, they were trying to, like, work on him and just, like, fix that. And then we finally started heading back to our hall, and we were, like, literally about to walk on the floor. But we can't skip visual visualization because it's so important. So then we had to visualize our routine, and then we had to circle up and pray with our coaches. And they literally called our name when we're still circled up. And normally after we circle up with our coaches, then we circle up with our team, and then we do all of our handshakes, and then we walk out on the floor. They called our name when we were still circling up with our coaches. And, like, so no one walked out because we were, like, we are not ready. But then right after we finished circling up with our coaches, we had to run out on stage, like, two minutes after they called our name. So it was just super hectic, super rushed, and we were not ready for that. So I think that was, like, a huge factor into it. But I'm also, like, not making excuses because that still shouldn't have happened. But, you know, we're human. Mistakes happen. Even the best Better than they happen on sometime. day one no. than day two, so... Right, so hopefully we got it all out of our systems. We're meeting, like, extra early today to just, like, hang out together. So hopefully today is going to go better. But, yeah, so the crowd was absolutely insane. Like, I couldn't even see where it ended. People were saying that there was standing room only, like, you couldn't even sit anywhere. And the photographer for this competition tweeted that it was like, okay, I love 002, but I literally couldn't get pictures for them because you guys were crowding the whole stage. So, I mean, that's pretty double cool. 002, uh, you had me freaked out there. I'm like, oh, T-O-O-2. Yeah, T-O-O. Well, like what I, I have a thing to say about that to all of you. Could you please? I know, I think the whole area where the parents and fans, I get it, it's supposed to be parent fans, but I think it's supposed to be like the team member fans. But anyway, I'm glad you were all in there cheering them on. But could you please let us parents and the people with the Top Gun apparel on yes get up front because that does bother me i had a guy next to me that was not a a male older gentleman who was clearly not a father or anyone with our team because he had another team on and he was trying to like get in front front, of he was front and center next to debbie butler and i and i'm like she kept we kept looking over like "Mm -hmm." because these are our children we waited the two of us have waited forever 10 years now for you and gabby and gabby to be on the same team and, and you're the ones paying the money, like it's. it's I your get kids. it. Everybody like, wants to see you all, but so do we. Yeah. So to everyone listening, I'm not saying that like it's probably any of you guys, but just be aware of that in the future because there were some nice kids. You know the cheerleaders that know the respect and know that they're right. like, oh, come up here. I know you know, you know your mom. Come on up. So thank you to all of you. But for those that are, like, pushing their way to the front and pushing us out of the way... Yeah, don't do that, because that's my mama. And I always see her when I first walk out in the crowd, and it took me a second, but then I found her. Okay, good. <laughs> I don't ever know if you see me, because, like, at Jam Fest... Well, I feel like, like you're always in the same spot. Yeah, I try to kind be. Of. I can get there, but like, yesterday I had my luggage, my <laughs> merchandise luggage, and it was all over, and it was rough, so... But I did make it there. My sparkles are all over my eye. My, but my when I put my eyelashes my on... Eye. They kind of hide it all, but it's like a mess today. Ugh. This is what you get for being live as we go. Okay, so that's pretty much everything that happened so far, because today's day two, so I don't have an update for you. I mean, we aren't against anyone, we, but our main focus here is like getting a bid, but I don't know how that's going to go, because day one was pretty that? rough. Yeah, Did team score really this? high. <laughs> Luckily, it's but 75, but you never know what can happen with cheerleading. But who knows? Okay. So, let's get into 
I guess my whole cheerleading journey. So I guess start with yours. I was yeah, I was gonna say of course because that's on mine. Like kind of what got me into it. Well, let's see. <clears throat> when I was ten, no, just kidding. They could. I what did I start with? Competitively, I was a twirler. A baton twirler. A baton twirler. I was actually when I was ten, I was the feature baton twirler in the Mickey Mouse Parade down in Disney. So that was fun. Um, and then I turned to, <clears throat> excuse me, roller skating. <laughs> Not sure where that came from. And then all of a sudden... Weren't you a clown at one point? <clears throat> well, in between there, I did <laughs> learn to juggle and become a clown for a very sh- brief amount of time. And obviously that all led me to cheerleading. Then I turned to cheerleading, and that's what I did all through high school. And then my freshman year of college, I was at Slippery Rock, where at that time they were three-time national champions. So that was like a big deal then. And then I wanted to go to UCF, and my parents were going to move to Florida, but they never did. So I transferred everything to Gannon and ended up staying there and graduating from Gannon. But I did turn that into a co-ed team because I was used to that from Slippery Rock and loved doing all the co-ed stunts. So scrounged up some hurt football players and boys from Gannon and made them into cheerleaders. So that's what I did. Well, then it didn't stop there because then we had... um, some semi-professional teams in Erie, so I did, a, which is kind of more dancing, I was cheerleading, say, yeah. right? But the same kind of thing, like sports. So I did the Erie Wave, like yeah, which Erie Wave was basketball, basketball right? And then uh, there was the chillers. Then there were teams in and out of Erie that I either danced or cheered on or coached. Because then, as soon as I, well, actually, my senior year at Gannon, while I was doing my student teaching, I took on. Um, my first coaching job was at in Strong Vincent in the city. That was a little rough for me. Yeah, I didn't actually know that, I don't think. No? I don't think so. No. That was my first coaching job. They were the first oh, ones that hired me while I was still in college. So, but that was a rough year because those kids, I was only 21 at the time. And these kids are 18, almost 19. So, you're like so very close in age, yes. And there was a lot of respect and behavior problems so it was a rough year um i think that that's the time the principal put me hide me in the closet because some mother was chasing me down because i benched her daughter for uh, who knows what it was a crazy year but then i decided to move to coaching in milk creek so that's when i got my so once i graduated and was substitute teaching i started coaching at the high school level course you work your way up so freshman JV and then I finally got to the varsity level at the high school and again I, I like the competition aspect more than the game aspect unfortunately sorry all of you game cheerleaders it's fun but I think I did it so long that I wanted it was finally nice to get into competition was just starting to get big and I wanted sick of cheering for people I wanted people to cheer for you for us, so it was kind of like put it. a neat thing. Plus, you know, I'm a competitive person, so <clears throat> in nature, so I like the competitive aspect. So I, My I did create. My liquid eyeliner's out. Your what? My liquid eyeliner's not working. Sorry, I don't have liquid eyeliner. Um. Anyway, so I started a co-ed team and competitive cheerleading at McDowell as when I made it to the varsity level. So that's kind of where it started. And as I started to take the high school teams to these competitions, I noticed all these all-star teams. And then I was like, hey, 
we have enough of you could be, you know, on an all-star team. We can mix some ages together because their age level, of course, was different than high school. And at the time I had, well, you were only, I think was you I were born yet? two and four. Oh. Well, when I started the competitive team, yeah, because I think it was in 2000. Yeah, so that's two. That, yeah, the all-stars that I started, I took a group of people from McDowell and then we were getting like kids that they did gymnastics with from like Fairview and neighboring counties around us and cities. And they're like, well, yeah, we can pull those good kids in. And so that's when I kind of started the All-Stars, mainly started as a rec program. Like, oh, we can try this. And so Lexi was four and you were two. You yeah. kind of just looked cute and would stand in front and we'd make well, it look Well, no, I couldn't do that. Well, yeah, I would do that all year. But then that year we went to Disney. For, it wasn't, oh, it was a marriage year. It was 2002. It was when you were, I think, four. Right? Oh, well then, I was like three before that. I don't think I turned four yet. And they wouldn't let me compete until I was four. Yeah, you weren't and allowed on the so mat until you were four. Because all year at other competitions, I just sat in the front with the signs making facials. But they let me compete. And then we get to a marriage year, and they wouldn't let me compete. Well, and that's because so it was like a real, <laughs> real company competition. We did some little local ones. And they're like, oh, she's cute. Yeah, she could sit on the mat and stand on the mat and move around during the routine and smile and look cute. And... We'd get points, but for the real bigger companies at the time, they're like, yeah, no, she can't be on the mat till she's four. So that's kind of when that, when you were four and Lexi was six, you actually were on, I think you did the stud group first. Well, that was Lexi. She was a flyer. I was a front spot. (laughs) (laughs) And then we moved into our youth team. I think it was 2002 when the youth rec team, we were at Ameritier Nationals. And they, um, the music, of course, I'm not very good at music. My high schools right now will tell you they will not let me do music anymore after last year. And I'm just, and mainly because this year in 2002 scarred me for life when um, the music stopped in the middle. Luckily, did you, you didn't do that, right? Well, no, like, it, it just wasn't happened. my fault. It just say. happened. But something always happens to the music when I'm there. It's like I'm jinxed. Um, but the music stopped. The kids kept going, which is amazing because we never really practiced that or said anything. So that was good. They kept going, and we won, right? Yes, but you didn't win down there. Something was oh, weird that okay. that they didn't award us down there, and I think we had to like when we got home, we realized our scores were really weird or something, and we think, and they're like, "Oh my gosh, you did win. We're so sorry." So then they came. We had to all get together, and they had to come to us and bring us the trophy and banners and. And though we missed that whole, I mean, they kind of deprived us of that whole, you know, winning when you're there, right? It was really cool even to win afterwards. But for us, it was really cool because we just started the program. We didn't know what we were doing. And here we are. We won. Big competition. Yeah. So it was Mill Creek Spirits back then, Mill Creek Cheer and Dance. So we had dance teams thing. And at that time, then. For those couple years, you and your sister were, I think, on... on every single team that you had. <laughs> it was before they made the rule that you could only cross over three times, and I think I was legit at at least five teams at one point. Yeah, at least three cheer, two dance, or vice versa. Yeah. So we I did put them... Every single team. But I knew they could handle it because, for one, they were with me and could practice all the routines, and we I knew mean, all yeah, the routines. We lived at the gym. And, right, because I had to be there, so I would always take them. I mean, from birth, they, they came with us, I mean... To all my cheerleading things, we went to all their father's baseball and softball things. So it's like they were always with us anyway. Mm-hmm. 
So it just made sense if you're coming to practice with me. Might as well be on every might team. Might as well be on the teams because I have to be there and you have to be there. And instead of you running around, right. you might as well be on the team. So they were. They would have to change at least five or six yeah, times. Yeah, we didn't even have the same uniforms for. It Correct. wasn't like a program uniform thing. Correct. At that time, it was different, team. and so we would have them on youth and juniors and seniors for cheer, and then they would be on youth and juniors for dance. And then they would actually be on hip-hop and jazz sometimes. Yeah, and then sometimes when it was like an individual was a thing, we would do that. Oh, yeah, and then they did individual. It was crazy. So, yes, we were crazy cheer people. When we our first year on a senior team, they practiced until like 9 or something. And I remember that you and Dad wouldn't let us stay at the gym until 9. So my dad would come pick us up at like 8.30 to take us out from practice a half hour early so we could go home and get ready for bed. <laughs> Yeah, Even big, though we still had practice. Big half hour, but still, you know, we made sure that they still did their homework. They still did everything. And uh, Yeah, that was never an issue because also they were yeah. both teachers at the time. So school was like, always came first and was just like a priority from birth into our minds. Right. We're both teachers. Yeah, and so I te- taught all day and then we would go to the gym like at least four times a week. I we think. lived off of McDonald's because we would yeah, literally one not time. have time. To eat, to make dinner at home, because we would go, like, straight from school to the gym all night. Yeah, so unfortunately, bad mom moved there, but, I mean, Gabby mainly ate chicken all her life, so that didn't really affect anything. I mean, Lexi, it's not she like just we were has great metabolism. healthy at least. No, you were both skinny, still are. Eat, like, teenage boys, and they still just stay thin, but I think yeah. you ran around and did so much always. Yeah. You just have good metabolism. It's genetics, too. So but. we started out just in a... St- an elementary school gym, right? That's where we first started practicing? Or what was first? Yeah, let me think. I think first was we hooked up with a gymnastics person in our town. And we kind of shared a floor. Because, I mean, it's expensive. We're a rec team. I mean, we didn't want to... Right, you don't charge... I didn't charge outrageous fees. So, right. So, we shared a floor. Like, so, I think at that time it was only six mats. I think I... We owned... The high school owned three... And the All-Star Zone 3. I ended up getting 3 and 3, and then maybe she had 3. And so we, like, I would have the high school's practice, then the All-Star's practice, and we would, and she would do gymnastics for the, her own place, and we had a place. But then there was a little falling out there. So um, we moved to the elementary school gym. Because I remember that's where I got my mental block. And I had to put this, so we had 6 mats. So we practiced on 6 mats. In the cafeteria. In the cafeteria of an elementary yeah, school it wasn't for even the years. Gym, it was the cafeteria. Right. And then we moved into um, another gymnastics gym. I feel like we went. We and went then we to the, that bonded place. In did we? I don't know. We here and there we used some gymnastics yeah. places in between because then we needed a spring floor because our mats weren't spring. Yeah. And then we moved to the bonded place, which was smaller, and we couldn't barely fit nine mats in there. But we had a dance room, we got a spring floor, so we had maybe eight and a half mats, so I don't yeah, even know. Yeah, we literally would get to the competition, and they would be like, just remember, you don't use the, the last, last two, two mats, mats at all, because we don't have those in our gym. <laughs> right, so pretty much we had seven, must have had seven mats, or eight kind of with the cushion on the sides. But we, we would choreograph all our routines on seven mats, and then just leave the outer two blank, because that's what you had to do. Yeah, we didn't have another option. 
and the ceiling was only high in one area, so you can only do basket tosses and high things. And at that time, we were like a level, our senior team was a level six. Yeah. These kids could do all the crazy two and a half level high and flip things, but they couldn't do like, they could not live on their right foot. <laughs> I had teams the whole years that I coached pretty much living on the left foot. Oh, yeah, we flew and on the flexibility was all your left foot. It was the weirdest thing. But yeah. we didn't know, okay, we were doing all-star cheer at that time, but we didn't know like what the cheer world was at all. Like, we just, I mean, it was pretty popular in our town. Like, almost everyone, not almost everyone, but, like... Yeah, we were the first, only, and best, until this day, most successful. <laughs> but, like, a, but we had a lot, it started to grow really fast, and we had a lot of kids. It did. But we had no idea, like, what Worlds was, what, like, Cheer Extreme, yeah, Top Gun. Yeah, we thought US I mean, actually, Worlds. we knew what Top Gun was. That was, like, the only team we ever really knew, honestly. Yeah. And, and I, we beat their level, youth level two once, so... Yeah. Kudos to us at one time we did beat their Miami Youth <laughs> Level 2 at a competition. I but did attend. I was like all excited because I attended at a, um, one of the local companies, CCC. Great people. Um, the sisters that own that, they um, pretty much that was our competitions in our area. And then they reached out actually to Kristen and Victor from Top Gun. And this was early on. I'm going to say maybe 2004. And um, they came to a coaches conference and it was like the most awesome thing that we were at a coaches conference with the Top Gun coaches. So kudos to them for bringing in all these big um, name gyms and things to um, our area. So we were able to do that. So that was nice to find out about that. But So then until I was pretty much 13, right, we just kept moving into bigger gyms and then I was on every team until I got to the point. Well, before that, Lexi actually almost like had her double. Like she was a way better tumbler than I was. But then she just, like, got a, also kind of got a mental block and just stopped tumbling and then was just, like, over it and just grew out of cheer. She stuck to softball. She Yeah, once she started softball and she was doing well there, she kind of got out of the cheer world. She did take dance for a little bit just with us and then quit that even, too, for a little bit. And then I had Gabby and, like, four or five other girls that were, like, ready for a level five Worlds team. Then we actually got out of the U.S. Finals thing and realized that cheerleading was Well, yeah, because I remember I discovered at this point... Well, we discovered because well, when you were Kaylee, you down. Kaylee, who my mom coached in high school, who worked at Hotchier at the time, but now owns Rain College. I meant college. I meant college. I didn't mean high school. Um, she was at Hotchier, and I remember we like linked up with them because they came to help us. And then through them, I realized like, wait, cheerleading is like a real thing everywhere. Oh yeah, that video is on YouTube. If you and want then, to see no. <laughs> She hates and it. And then I discovered, like, the two-by-two two videos, and I discovered Maddie Gardner and Cheer Extreme, and I was like, oh, my God, like, there's so much of the cheerleading world that we have no idea about. Yeah, you and know then I was you're... just, like, amazed, and I was like, we need to, like, And because my better, sister to... lived in Florida, we, like, when we went down there, our first trip to mm-hmm. Top Gun, after I had this coach's meeting with Victor and Kristen, Victor and Kristen. <laughs> I think that was even like, oh no, I guess maybe not. No, because then we went to. um, Yeah, so I went. went down because that's where you met Chase and Gabby Butler. Yeah, and I actually I like practice. Well, didn't really practice with TGLC. I like watched and then stunned it a little bit, and then I did a private with Victor, but he doesn't know because he he was really scary and I cried. So I don't pretend I'm. I pretend I'm a different person. That was the one with Skylar. That was later (laughs) on. Was that or was that the year you met? I don't know. I don't know. They all blend together. But so whenever we would come on vacation to my aunt's, we would try to always, like, come down to Top Gun because I was just so, like, in love with cheerleading and so amazed by them. But then I discovered the actual cheer world, and then we were like, okay, we don't have enough, like, 
resources in our little town of Erie to, to like go to the next level. Team. Correct. So she couldn't get to the next level, even though, um, yeah. I mean, that's when you also for all to slip over Gabby Butler's house and before she even got big, you were down yeah. there and you would stay when you went to the sisters and you would my sisters and you would go down and do that. But then, so when they were older, we had Gabby and about four or five other girls that were ready for that next level five um, competition, but didn't have enough. Like she said, in the area to foot of level five team at our little gym, who now we were out of the family first sports park. So we actually had a full floor, a tumble track, a rod floor, a, a rod dead floor. We, we actually had a, a pretty good gym set up there. And so then at first we just like kind of combined with another team. Yeah, I, I looked in the tri state area for some team that wouldn't be too far away that I said, hey, let's pair up. You can help. I, the business end of my business was run by some moms who I love greatly who own the gym with me, but um, we still needed, could you use more? And we wanted to get into that bigger world of cheer. So I thought if I could hook up with another gym and be like a sister gym, that would do that. So we found one in Ohio first that... That was American Elite. So I still cheered on teams at my mom's gym. But right, then we would we drive two hours... Week twice a week to Ohio to be on. I was on American Elite Encore. And it started with four or five of them, and it ended up, after like a couple months, they got hurt, or they didn't like it, and it was, was just... the only one. <laughs> so I was making the drive by myself with you instead of That's carpooling also where I met four or five. One of my best friends, shout out, well, that whole family, the Wolf family. Wolf they were family, awesome, yes. And they lived like they got almost halfway. So I would like go to her house. And it I got to the point where like hour. she was always taking naps after school. And I would literally just let myself in the house and just go into her room. Because we just did that. Yeah, they got us through that year, thank heavens. Yes. So then, I only stayed there a year. I loved the people, but it just wasn't what I was looking for. It wasn't a good fit. Yeah, we weren't... They didn't really, like... didn't have the same philosophies in coaching or... No, I flew, like, back left corner with, like, all flyers as my base. And we just went straight up, like, half the year. And they just never cared to, like, work on it because I was, like, new at the gym. It just wasn't a good fit. It wasn't what I wanted. So then the next year, we decided that the next best place for cheerleading was definitely in Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. They had like it three was just so saturated with gyms. It's just so... Doing well at Worlds yes. and that we're There's winning. There's a bunch of cheerleading there. So then that's when we were going between a whole bunch of different options. I tried out at FCA. Wasn't a big fan again. Just felt like it wasn't the right fit. And that's the year that Rain Athletics was opening, and that's because, like, we knew that because, like Kaylee I said, she again. coached Kaylee, and that's who opened that gym. And then, so I ended up just going there for two years. We drove two and a half hours each way, and I, like, finally, like, felt like that was pretty much, like, home to me. Like, I would live with my coaches on the weekends because we would have practice, like, on Sunday, my parents didn't want to just, like, drive up and down. and So we would drive, like, halfway. Barrett would meet us halfway. She would drive me the rest, and I would just stay with them the whole weekend. And then my parents would come pick me up Sunday night. That's crazy. Monday, Wednesday, we Sundays, or Tuesday? It was, like, Wednesday and Sunday, I think. Yeah, and that's when I couldn't. That's ex ex actually, I can't talk. This must be where you get it. When I decided that... I had to give up the coaching thing. I stopped coaching the high school. Once the All-Stars got yeah. into it, and I, I couldn't do that 
cheer aspect of games anymore. It just and I just didn't have the time for it. I gave up the high school and just focused on the All Stars. But then I think it was like 2012, 2013 that I had to give up the All Stars as well and totally retire because I had to be a mom and just cart you back and forth. And then when you went to Pittsburgh to rain, then Lexi decided, oh, yeah. wow, Pittsburgh Poison's down there and they have a great dance team. Maybe I should get him into competitive dance again. So and for they, one they year. They practice like a few times a month, right? They would just get together and have really long practices. Or once on weekends. Yeah. And, but still, then I was driving down. I would drop her off to Poison. I would drive you over to Rain. Rain. I would come back and pick her up and then drive back and get you and then drive back to Erie. <laughs> I think it was crazy. Winter, any time. We never missed. Yeah. I would, we would get home at like 1 a.m. some nights. Ugh. I would go to sleep, wake up, go to high school all day. Teach all day, Never but I didn't have to beat. coach. But I didn't do any coaching then, so I was just a mom. Just a mom. So that was good. Just a crazy cheer mom. No, no, no she was never a crazy. crazy. No, she was never a crazy cheer mom because she actually knew cheerleading. So you weren't that like, yeah, like why is my daughter not here? Why is that? Because like you right. knew cheerleading, so you understood things and like. I did. I was a little. I mean, philosophies and some coaching things. At yes. first, I was a little, and I'd still you know, ask questions. Because I was older and I had more experience than these right. people that were But you wouldn't do it in a gym. crazy way. Like, you would do it with Correct. coming from Correct. Like I tried not to. background. But there was times when she first transformed from being a coach into a mom. She would show up to my practices with a score sheet, recording on her phone, giving me corrections as we went full out. And I was like, Mom, you're not my coach anymore. Love you. But can you I just, just be wanted you to be the best you could be and make sure you were getting it because they, as a coach, they have to focus on 20, 30 other kids. So I thought, okay, well, I'll just focus on you and make sure you're doing what you should. So then I was on Aqua two years and I absolutely loved it, but it was at that point when I was starting to like, I don't want to say this in a bad way, but like starting to kind of get known and realize that. I could get even further and like move to an even bigger gym and better team and and they are starting now. I mean, they are amazing. But well, like yeah, I said, it started out because and they cheerleading were just is beginning. Political, as much as you don't want to say it is, teams with a big name do better because of their name. That's just how it works. So at that point, Aqua just wasn't a big name. We would be just as good as other teams, but we wouldn't make it anywhere. And now here they are. They were at majors and actually. Then they're and they're right in with it. Congrats and kudos to Kaylee, Jacob, and Jordan for all of that. We've had our differences through the years, but we still yes, respect and, and love I owe each other. And so much to them because it was those two correct. years that I finally felt like I learned they so much and I got gave to like you that confidence yes. and the skills that you needed. You wouldn't be Absolutely. where you are without them this year. So kudos to them and shout out to them for that. It was rough, but we made it. And then we had... So then it was after my second year that I just, like, honestly, not... I don't think I ever would have quit cheering, but there just... It was... Certain things just happened at practices that I was just not... And I was just so drained with driving two hours, having high school, and then going to practice. Well, and then, realizing that, you know, it's a new gym, and we, we came back from Worlds. I think we were driving back from Worlds, and we were in the car thinking, we love these people, but... It's going to take them years. You would age yes. out before, before gonna be... you were going to get your goal to get to Worlds. Because they were on the right path and they were going to do well. And hence, they are. 
but right now, but you would have been aged out yeah. on a senior team by then. And that so was when we had to look to at other options. Popular to like move away for cheerleading, and, and then things in our family life, yeah, kind of made that happen. That my family like was like, okay, you can get out of here, go do this. So I tried out. Actually, that was when Lake was already at Top Gun the year before, Ooh. and I like knew him forever before that. And he was like, you need to do it. You would love it here. Like, they would love you here. Like, please just try out at least and see. So we sent in a tryout video, even though my tryout video was not good because nowhere around me it had boys to co-ed stunt. I didn't tumble, so, like, I only had stunning in my video. But I also had to do, like, an interview portion for the You video. did tumble. Think... You had a full. Well, yes. I, I had a video of her doing a full, which she would do every summer during when we didn't have choreography and this is because still... that's when, when i tumble for fun yes. i can tumble but and then whenever, as soon as like... choreo starts and they don't get to tumble for fun gabby's block comes back because she's not doing it regularly but i would tumble at every competition she had a fool and almost had a standing fool all yeah and probably could get it back but now but now that i'm at top gun and everyone else tumbles so much i don't ever really get the opportunity to tumble for fun because i'm always stunning because now that's way more fun for me because tumbling just became way too stressful and I just couldn't really enjoy it anymore. So then I just focused on flying. Okay, anyway, so then I tried out a Top Gun, and I, I made it, but at first, I remember that was the most stressful night ever, because they said results were going to be posted at like 6 p.m., and then it was like 7 p.m., and then it was 8 p.m., and then it was 9 p.m. And then Victor, at this time, I was on the phone a lot with Victor, and at this time, he wasn't sure TGLC or 005 at that time. And previous to this, he wasn't going to allow... He's never, he went back to the old, even though um, International was 14 and under, he mm. didn't want any 18 and unders on the team because he didn't feel that it was right for 14-year-olds to be on a team with 25-year-olds and mm. such like. So at this time, he wasn't allowing younger. So you were 17, but he thought that maybe, and actually, I, we had a great conversation, him and I, about it. I said, yeah, I understand that. And at this point, we didn't care what team, well, right. I didn't, she was hoping maybe for TGLC, but at the point... Either would be, would have been fine, but he and I had a great conversation of how every other gym is allowing fourteen year olds on their international team, and that's why Double O was winning, 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 and then and had a few stop, years yeah. stop winning. And he's that's when he's like, yeah, you know what? Maybe that is the thing. Maybe I have to get back into um, going with the younger kids on an international team just to be competitive with everyone else. So it was a toss up between which team. So we didn't know. But then finally results came out at like 10 p.m. after that. And I was on the 60 of us that made TGLC. And that was insane. And I still at that point, honestly, okay, sorry, Dad. But we sent in a tryout video without him knowing. <laughs> and I also yeah. sent in a tryout video without my, like, old coaches knowing. Because I was like, I'm not going to make this big deal about it. Because, like, what if I don't make it? Or what if I don't end up moving? Like, it's not worth the drama for a what if. But then I made it. And everyone's tweeting, like, TGLC, and I didn't tell anyone, so I was like, I can't tweet it yet. And I had an AP test the next morning, but I was up all night because I was just so excited, and I was like, Mom, I have to do it. So I tweeted it, and I texted, like, this long paragraph to my old coaches, and then one of my old coaches just, like, called me and was just so happy, and we just had a nice conversation, but it was just Some were not as happy, and people, it was, like, mixed feelings among people, Um, because she would have to go down and live... So that was my, my senior, yeah, the only reason, honestly, why they let me is because my aunt lived in Fort Lauderdale, which it was an hour away, 
So I was still living with family. I didn't just live into a host family, but I did. That was my senior year of high school. So I moved down. I did online school through my old school so I could still go to prom and graduate with my high school because I was like the only way my dad was going to let it happen is if I was still like graduating at that school because he was the principal. So that was my first year of TDLC. So I drove an hour each way. That was where I carpooled with Kai. Shout out to Kai. It's where we were besties. We, did we actually pool. fought. We got really, really close, and we acted like brother and sister, and we fought like brother and sister. Like We had the biggest love-hate relationship with each other, and we would just legitimately fight with each other. But yeah. love him to death. So that was my first year of TDLC. And shout out to my sister for yeah, carpooling for and being, being the mom, the cheer mom. She had to take that over because I was up north still waiting to sell the house before I moved down to Florida. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's true. We thought you were going to move down way before you did. Right. The house didn't sell, and I was stuck up there, so I did not get to move. So My grandparents my also lived had there to take over in the, the winter, so I had still a decent amount of family and, like, support, or else I don't think I could have done it. Um. So, yeah, that was my first year of TJLC. Wait, oh. We have to go back, because okay. we skipped the year that Lexi danced, and you. that was, like, a big moment in my life. Oh, okay, go back. We it. went, that was the first, you both went to Worlds. Yes. So I actually had... One at Dance Worlds and one at Cheer Worlds. So for mom, that was a big mom moment for me, to have both of you at, at Worlds. It was a little crazy scheduling going back and forth, but it was a good um, year. It would have been nice moment. if you both won that year, but that didn't happen. So it was a good mom moment, and I, I had to slip that in there <laughs> that we forgot to do that. But that was a good... But then that's, she didn't last. Then she went well, back she to went softball, to, and then she went, yeah. well, she went to college, and dental school is pretty demanding, so she couldn't do that anymore. Okay, so then that was Sorry. when I was on Aqua. That was like three years back. And insert that. Um, so then after my first year on TGLC, wasn't the greatest year. That was 2016 when, you know, y'all know how Worlds 2016 happened. First year in like 10 years that TGLC didn't, win. didn't globe. Oh, we were in fourth. Yes, we got fourth that year. So then I knew I was coming back for sure because the plan all along before I even moved down my senior year was that I wanted to go to FIU and at least super senior on TGLC. Right, and we and I was moving there, and that was the whole plan. We were going to eventually get everybody down there. Yeah. So then... And, and with this gym, I definitely was just a mom because there was no way I was telling Victor and Kristen anything, <laughs> so I didn't have to worry about that. The coaching, I, I totally stepped back. It was like, yeah, just... Be a mom. Hang with moms. It was really yeah. weird. <laughs> I like it. It's different. It's hard with moms that don't know don't cheer. Don't know cheer the name. Yeah, but so I feel funny. like... Yeah, I was going to say, I feel like it's more funny than anything because they're just clueless and you're like, I kind of know what's going on. Yeah, like the one yesterday that asked me, did you go to the Masters? Were you at the Masters Friday night? <laughs> the no. Masters. I did not go to the Majors, but anyway. Um, i trying, honey. So Let's then, go. yeah, 2016 happened and then 2017, I went to FIU for college Lived in a dorm, hated living in a dorm, but that's another story. And then and just I was drove down myself. There, so I saw you. Oh, yeah. I was down there, but even though you lived in a dorm, so she was lived in time. Fort Lauderdale, so she would come hang with me a little bit. So then I drove myself the like twenty minutes to the gym to practice, and I think that's the year that I also started work. No, I didn't work on the gym until like after that summer. So in twenty seventeen, I was on TJLC again. Still can't believe I was center flyer on TGLC for two years. That's absolutely insane. Because I, like, didn't even know what cheerleading was. And I just came from a little small town that was just obsessed with TGLC. But I said 2017 right. was a way better year than 2016. 
That team was Gone. insane. Well, just the talent on the team was insane. But then again, you know how Worlds 2017 happened. And we had a stun fall to the floor. And we got third. So I went from fourth to third, working my way up. And then, honestly, I never had intentions of doing 005 or, like, cheering internationally. I, like, didn't really plan on it until after Worlds. And I talked to Jose, and I was like, yeah, I'm coming on your team because I can't end like that. So then 2018 was... So had this goal of winning Worlds, so... But it wasn't even... I mean, yeah, obviously that's the goal, but it was just, like... You weren't I ready just to was give not, it Yeah. So then, because I never, I feel like everyone else would just, like, cheer in college. And I never right. cheered. We, Even I though my mom was a school, literally started as a high school coach, I never once, not even a single day in my life, cheered on a school team. And then for FIU, I contacted George and Corey, and I kept contacting them. Didn't know who they were at the time. And I kept trying to get you to cheer in college, because I'm like, oh, that whole college experience, you'd love it. But then I had no desire. You saw I your roommate did it. It was very demanding. Yeah, and, and I just knew that I would pick Top Gun over school cheer any day. Yeah, you were very dedicated and won't miss, and so you're like, no, I'm just doing this. So then I moved off campus, and I lived in, like, the big host house with Lake and our 800 people. And then 2018, I was on 005, which was still probably to this day one of, if not my favorite year of cheerleading, because that team it was just, like, a whole bunch of people that – didn't win on 2017 and just wanted to cheer for fun now and just like all do it together again mixed with like a whole bunch of og top gun people so it was just such a good mix and that team was just we had so much fun and we weren't even necessarily the most talented but just the heart on that team and like the attitude and everything was just amazing and perfect so that was 2018 and then we finally won worlds yeah it finally happened like 18 well, years later i mean I forgot to interject on the TGLC years. Boy, those okay, were... Okay, do that, because I have to go get a hairbrush. Okay. <laughs> those two years... Two, three years at Worlds? Yep. Were rough. The one... I mean, the one time... Was it the first year? When was the first, like, the first few seconds of the routine? Yeah, that was 2016. Was that outside still? Yeah. They dropped something, and the whole crowd just... <gasps> And that was the whole controversy of it. It was wet outside. That's when it was, after that year, they moved it inside. But it was like, you couldn't do anything about it. Something dropped. And, like, in the matter of seconds, you just knew that there goes the globe. And it was just like, oh, all that work, hard work and everything. And it was just over. And then the next year. Hold on. Where's the hairspray? Um, good question. Either in your bag or the suitcase. Okay, I'll go look. Um, and then the next year, wasn't it? They was inside and again in the first part of the routine. Something fell. It's just heartbreaking. Those little moments. That, that was raw. So then, yeah. So then I didn't ever really think I was going to cheer internationally on 005 and all that. Then I was like, okay, yeah, absolutely. I'm doing that. So I was 2018. Oh, where did you just find that? Oh, I forgot to put it in my purse. <laughs> so then after 2018... And then I finally won Worlds. I was like, okay, I still don't want to stop. One, because if I didn't do cheerleading, all I would do... Oh, at this time, I also worked at the gym. So if I didn't do cheerleading, all I would do was go to school, do homework, and work. And I was like, when am I supposed to have fun and enjoy myself? And honestly, that's what... The difference between TGLC and 005 is TGLC is like... 
super stressful. That is like you come in and you're doing work the entire time. But 005, because we're so much like older and more mature and have been cheering forever, we come in and we just laugh and have fun. And it's like just social hour because we still get our stuff done. Like they don't have to yell at us to do things because we just know what we have to do. And we just have so much fun. So it's not even like cheerleading is stressful at this point. We just go to like hang out with each other. So then I was like for sure coming back after that because there was no stress or, I mean, yeah, it was hard work, but it was just so much fun. So then 2019, it was really cool because it was a mix of people that I've still been cheering with for a few years, but then it was like finally the group of people that aged out from TGLC 2017 that finally had the opportunity to cheer together, to cheer together again. And at that point, I wasn't doing it for myself at all. I was like, I already had my moment. I got to win Worlds once. I was like, these people that have gone through all that with me now deserve to win. So that whole year started out kind of rough. We lost Jam Fest, which we never Last thought would happen. Yeah. Well, no, no. We lost Jam Fest, and then right after Jam Fest, we ended up making like a big roster change. It just kind of like... Had to regroup. Yeah. Redid our routine, regrouped, and then that was when we hit zero two days at NCA for the first year ever as double five. Like double oh, five has never done that. Think of this morning. Why did you not get your bid at NCA or do they not give We did get our bid at NCA last year. I thought you had to wait till no, UCA. We got it at NCA. Remember we oh, waited forever okay. until they made the announcement at like the last minute. Alright, okay. So then yeah, so we hit zero both days at NCA. We won NCA also for the first year ever. Double Five has never won NCA. So that was just so exciting. And that team was just full of best friends again, just kind of like 2018. So we just had so much fun. So that was 2019, or yeah. It is a family. I must say, when Tofin says once yes. a family, always a family. If you do what you're supposed to do and everything, and it is a family. And I'm very grateful for them and all they've done. and. Yeah, the Rosarios are like the greatest people to walk this earth. Which, now that, with Netflix, shout out to Netflix, I think your next show should be with all these kids from Top Gun that travel on, on their team. That's my... Yeah. Because I think now that... the Rosarios, because their life and the things they do for cheerleading and for the kids that they care about What they've done for insane. the cheerleading and the, yeah. the programs. I mean, I'm sure other programs around the country are the same, but of course, Top Gun does probably have the most of kids that come from all over, yeah. I believe. So I think now that cheer is so big and this whole cheer on Netflix took off, I think that should be their next, not that my opinion counts for anything, but I think Netflix should get on that bandwagon and do that next yeah, and show cheerleading really and cool. the all-star aspect and how these kids travel and, you know, they're away from their families and live with host families. At and the age of, like, Harley did it at the age of 12. Yes, and she's still there. Yeah. Love her. Yeah, I couldn't have done it that early, but... So and it was really weird when you went. I mean, even though you weren't, you were 17. It's Gabby just was, so Lexi weird will tell you, explaining it to people. Like, Gabby was the baby. Like, yeah. I did do, Lexi was more independent because you're an older kid. You are more independent. Yeah, I was the baby of the family. My mom would do everything and for I did, me. Not that I spoiled her more. I just would have spoiled Lexi the same, but okay. Lexi was more independent. And also, we spent so much time together because we had to drive two and a half hours everywhere for yeah, sure. Yeah, I think we were, yeah, compared to. So we to, just got, like... We would just spend so much time together. So then, yeah, I was just like. Everybody would tease you. Can't even spread cream okay, cheese on your own bagel, but <laughs> I still do it. But that's. But I, but I would do it for Lexi like, too, right? But I also feel like 
that's kind of the good thing of why I got out of the house at yeah, 17 you did because so I just had to do well. everything on my own. Right. You were actually thrown into that situation and, it, and you did very well. Kudos to both my girls. I couldn't do things when I lived with you. You would right. just do everything, so I didn't have to. Like I still do when I'm with both of you. But that's... Moms are four. So then, 2019, again, yeah, just cheering with all my best friends. Double five was just so not stressful. We just had so much fun. World's Day 1 happened. You guys know how that happened. And that was that weekend was the biggest roller coaster of my entire life. Wait, what happened World's Day 1? I don't even remember. This year? When we would hit every single time at practice and every single full out we ever did, we would hit zero over and over and over again. Then Worlds 2019, we had like the five falls and barely made finals. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But the difficulty is so... And this is and my coaching bandwagon with um, even the high school now. The difficulty is so much, but the difficulty is not getting the it points it needs. The it's way cheerleading to. used to be was... Honestly, like, the falls didn't really matter because if you were that good, you could still win. But the way they do it now is, like, they want – or not even that they want, but they let these just, like, boring cookie-cutter routines win because they hit, which luckily – And, again, worked. now everybody gets a bit of worlds, just like with the high school. Yeah. We were just at um, going to nationals. We were at state – well, states is different because it's just your state. Yeah. But nationals, everybody gets a bit. So you can hit – Level two, right? Technically, like routine. As long as you hit, you're getting a bit, and it's just there's the band cheer world craziness again, and how it's just for the money and not for the literally. But anyway, so yeah, that was rough when you you had all those falls. But we knew your difficulty should have outweighed everybody else. And it's not like everybody else had a very clean routine. And the way Luckily. international works is the top three from each country make it into finals, but. We also got we got our score sheets back before that. So we knew our score, and we were like, okay, this is actually a pretty high score. But then they were going through our score sheets, and they realized that we had a bunch of scores just messed up. Like, our basket score was lower, even though Worlds is comparative, and they literally would count all the baskets that every other team did, and we did the most. So, like, in competitions like that, you can go, like, question your score and, like, fight your score – and they just wanted to, like, bring it up. And they're like, can you explain, like, why this is lower so that we can fix it if we have the opportunity to? And they went back and they were like, no, actually, we can't explain that. Like, I don't know why you got that score. <laughs> so we are like, great, awesome. So we just have this low score as we're, like, borderline not making finals. But then we ended up tying for third. And I think because they realized that they kind of messed up our score probably helped them realize that, like, okay, we've done this before. Let's just take four teams into finals and start new tomorrow. So, by the grace of God, they announced our team name to go into finals, and that was, like, the biggest relief because we really thought it was possibly over. Like, we knew that it couldn't have been over because that team deserved so much better, and we would hit all the time. So it just didn't make sense for that to be the last time that that team got to do that routine. So then... We got into finals, and then the whole next day was just, like, a night and day difference. We just, like, from the second we met, we knew that, like, we were going to hit. And then we hit finals, and then we won Worlds, and that was amazing. I can't believe we won now twice. Well, and then afterwards, they tried taking yeah. it away or doing whatever. Well, they never tried to take it away, but I don't want to get into it, but... Yeah, we're not going to get into <laughs> that, give our opinion on that, but then... 
But here we are this year, so she's cheering again. Because it's just fun. Like I right. said, double five workout. is so fun. I wish you guys could all experience it. This team is so much fun. And then this year with the two Gabbies, like we've, like I yeah. said, we always wanted to cheer together. So that's nice. And, um, yeah, just all your friends. It's just a nice it's, atmosphere, too, yeah. for moms. Like, I've met so many nice moms, and we all get along and have fun, and everybody's just so nice. I kind of miss some of my moms from... That's the only bad part. Everybody, they leave. We've stayed, but some leave, so you, you miss them. But you have friends for life, and same well, with like all the... yesterday when we got off the mat after we didn't do very good. Everyone was just, like, giving their speeches, and they were like, at the end of the day, one, it's just cheerleading, and, like, we just get to have fun and have these opportunities with each other. Like, these are going to be the people that are, like, in your wedding and just, like, in your life for the rest of your life because it just brings you, like, your best friends. And yeah, and like they say, it is just cheerleading. But when you're in it and you're spending, as moms, you're spending all that money and, and all, all that time, time, you want to do well. Right. And it's hard because cheerleading and judging is very subjective. The all-star world is way better than the high school world. But let me tell you. So anyway, so back in the, so what was it, a year and a half ago? It was October of 2018 when your dad called me. Oh, yeah. And said, hey, since you're retired and pretty much doing nothing, <laughs> other than being a server, which was true, um, something happened with their high school coaches, and he needed a high school coach. Since he's a principal there, he used to be the AD. He's like, yeah, I need you to take over this program. It's what? It was Halloween. It's the it was like mid-season, and they were very good because the other coaches – Really, they were on with me before, and they just kept going, and they won states and everything. They did a great job. He's like, uh, you need to take over this program because I can't find a new person right now in the middle of the season and train somebody, da, da, da. So I'm like, hmm, not doing much. Why not? So hence, I got out of retirement, and let me tell you, when I was those few years, I was just a mom. I really did nothing with cheerleading. I didn't. Especially high school. You haven't touched high school. Oh, yes. Yeah. Seriously. I mean, I didn't do anything with All-Star or high school. I, I was so far behind. Going back to high school is rough. I still... And high school rules are horrible. High school... They don't have a rubric. They don't have... It's awful. They used to not even have deductions. I don't get that. Right. The first year I coached was the first year they brought deductions back. The poor team. And so... Um, shout out to all those kids. My first year, they did a great job... I called some of my old coaches, and I'm like, you got to do this with me. I, I cannot do this alone. So the first year, and then the seniors, we got through the first year. We still did pretty well, not as well as they had wanted to. My apologies, but things changed in the cheer world, and it was a big adjustment to us. So they did well, but then the girls that were seniors are girls that I've known their families forever, and I thought, all right, I can stay on one year and try this again. We're, we're almost through. We have nationals in February, and yeah, just the way high school scoring works. Oh yeah, just... and state scoring compared to nationals is so different. So you got to change your full routine, and and again, all political. So if you all have political routine and all this, you get it's rough. But anyway, it's the cheerleading world, and I'm ready to retire again. Only twenty some days. <laughs> Love the team dearly, but ready to retire and be done again, and just be a mom. do nothing and be a mom. <laughs> So, well, that's that. That brings us to our current day. So here we are. 
And now I have to curl That's my hair. That's the so cheerleading light. I got to remember if there was anything else I needed to the say to the world. The don't work. No, I have to go today and um, sell merch. Yeah, this will be up after that, I was going to say. All right, well, it's been an hour, so we're going to wrap you all. this up. <laughs> we go turn on my curling iron? Oh, sure. Thanks. All right, so I hope you guys enjoyed. You guys always asked of what my whole cheerleading story was, and that is it. And I owe it all to that beautiful woman that was just right there. Oh, you're so nice. But I got to finish getting ready. We're kind of in a time crunch, so I'm just going to wrap this up. So I hope you guys enjoyed. Rate, comment, subscribe, whatever you guys can do on podcasts. I don't know how it works. <laughs> and that sounded like I know. Like me, um, when this video, a big like, comment yeah. below, subscribe. I like me better when I'm with you. You can't even see what I'm doing. All right, and thanks for tuning in to Chicken Noodle Scoop, and we'll see you next week. Peace out.